Foster here, and welcome to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I am the creator of the Big Brand Formula and president of Jerry Foster Branding, where we specialize in working with service-based entrepreneurs who want to create a big brand and a strong message that sells so you can excite, delight, and ignite your market and make it easier to get clients. So please stick around to the end of the show and we will share how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes or so. In the meantime, let's go. Okay, welcome everybody to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I'm Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the branding evangelist. Oh my goodness. Whenever I have an opportunity to connect with someone and I can look into their eyes and see just how radiant and how how they sparkle, that is my guest today. Welcome to the show, Kelly Robinson. How are you? Thanks, Jerry. That was really, really, really nice. I think you just made my day. Now you made me sparkle, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I appreciate you being here. Flattery will get you everywhere with me, okay? So <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so Kelly, if you don't mind, please tell our audience, our listeners, our viewers exactly what your company does. So we are a professional services firm that focuses on recruiting and hiring. So very different than an agency or staffing company. So I, the reason why I don't say recruiting company is that's where people's mind go. It's like, oh, a headhunter. Oh, you work on commission. We don't do that. We don't do that at all. That's typical. That's typical, right? That's yep. the, probably the largest part of the industry. Um, but that's not what we do. We really partner with our clients to kind of latch on to them just like uh, any professional services firm would to manage a part or all of that function. Gotcha, gotcha. So, man, that's interesting. So in your industry, in your field, what's the biggest problem that you solve for your clients? Why did they come to you? There's there's a couple problems, but one of one of the biggest, I would say, is besides the whole, you know, the market, we could talk about that too. But um, in general, is that we provide really like sourcing and hunting for people. So we really provide more like, I call it strategic sourcing. So we're going out to find people where uh, typically we're working with companies that either they have an in-house recruiting team or they don't, but their method of finding people is not really finding. It's um, they're posting. They post a job and it's called post and pray or post and coast. And they're hoping someone's going to apply that fits. And uh, the reason they do that is they're so busy and bogged down. Usually internal recruiters have a lot of paperwork because they're really part of the HR team. So there's mm -hmm. a lot more than just interviewing Yeah, uh, yeah. that happens there. And so they don't have time or they don't have the skills because they were kind of brought up in the internal recruiting uh, type of position. I like, I like this because as you know, my podcast is all about branding and what sets you apart. And what I'm already picking up on is that you're helping these companies find their ideal candidates. Is that a good way to put it? That's right. Because That's right. to your point, th just posting resumes or posting jobs or whatever it is on the internet, you can't get any more hit or miss than that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So if you can, if you can show a company how to zero in on that mm -hmm. perfect fit, right? Oh my God. So how do you set yourself apart? Because you're in a pretty competitive space here. 
Yeah, um, it is very competitive and there's a lot of education that happens because most most people are not really aware of our type of service. Mm. Um, that's the hardest part. So the biggest differentiator is that we really work on behalf of our client partner. So instead of on behalf of uh, job seekers and candidates, uh, we truly go inside to a company and understand their culture and work as part of their team. So there's a there's skin in the game on both sides. Mm -hmm. Whereas maybe a traditional recruiting company, they build a very specific type of database and then they try to get the the candidates to kind of like, you know, they're selling them for a fee. Mm -hmm. um, so there's not there's no skin in the game on either side. Mm -hmm. The hiring manager is not necessarily going to give feedback because they're not paying unless they hire someone. And the recruiter is only going to send them the people that they want them to see because they've got other clients. So, so are you are you paid based on performance or how does that work again? No. So we are we are paid uh, monthly. It's a flat monthly fee. OK, so the beauty of that is there's, again, skin in the game on both sides. Right. Okay. Yeah, They're yeah. Paying us and we have to perform to continue to the next month. Mm -hmm. So for the client, their cost per hire comes way down. Mm -hmm. And we're bringing with us all of those tools. There's a lot of when you do uh, recruiting, there's a lot of kind of licenses that you need for different softwares and they're very expensive. So mm -hmm. we bring all of that as part of our package. So the client can scale. They can bring us in and out and they could scale up and down. So. The benefit is not having their own employee that they may need to worry about unemployment and workers comp and 401k and benefits and all of these things. It actually is very helpful to them because they can predict their budget because it's a, it's a monthly fee and either they, you know, they bring us in for a month, they let us go for a month, they bring us back. Maybe they need, you know, extra support for a couple months. Mm -hmm. mm. So where's your sweet spot? Do you specialize in in certain industries, manufacturing, service-based, retail, and on and on? Do you specialize in C-level, executive level, middle management? Give us some perspective on that, please. These are great questions. So we focus on companies that are more like a midsize. So I'll say anywhere from 20 people to 10,000. Okay. That's probably our sweet spot. If they're in, if they're in and in and around hiring 30 to 150 people, that's a year. That's where we like to stay. The smaller companies won't be hiring that, um, but they may be more intense, intense kind of complex. Uh, and they, it's also just harder when you're a smaller company to bring on someone you're very concerned about who it is. Mm -hmm. uh, so with those smaller companies, we can work on some of those higher level searches. Like you were saying, do we do C-level? That's not our preference um, at the bigger companies, but in a smaller company, we will do it if I feel we can be successful. And then as far as industry, uh, we're industry agnostic, but there are certain things that I will ask a lot about, hmm. like just to make sure we're going to be successful because some of them are very, very, um, I'll say unique. Um but uh, most of what we do is right now is just technology, software, healthcare and professional services. We do we do a lot across the board there um, and healthcare, all different kinds of healthcare. So why is your way, again, being brand focused here, why is your way different or better, not different, but better than other options that a company may be considering 
for the kind of work that you do? So that's a great question. So when a company wants to um, build a recruiting department at some point, whether it's in-source, outsourced, there's a couple ways that they do it. Either they hire their own person, and we talked about that. That person is going to do a lot of paperwork, a lot of administration, and they're not able to, to source and hunt. Or they're going to hire kind of a contract recruiter. And the contract recruiter comes in and they really are supposed to contractors take direction from the uh, employee that's con uh, the employer that's contracting them. So if they don't have the expertise there on recruiting, it's not going to help them. Right. Because the contractor is just kind of going to fall into place and do just this. Right. They're mm -hmm. just keeping it going because they're not getting any direction, mm -hmm. any guidance. Um or they can use an agency, which we talked about too, that could be really expensive. You're not getting anything else other than the two or three candidates they want to put in front of you. And there's no skin in the game. Um, or they can use a company like ours where there's skin in the game. There's no high fees. Um, there's no um, guessing where to go. Uh, we get in and like really ingrain ourselves with our clients, we understand their culture, we work on their behalf, we help with not just strategy, but process and building the department. Um, and then we can also do paperwork too, if they if they need us to, but usually we're working with, with a, point, a point person inside uh, that's doing that. Mm -hmm. So um, I hope that answers your question. There's, no, that, a, lot, that, there's <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> no, no, I mean, you're awesome. I, I love this because you really are demonstrating market leadership in terms of saying, hey, we're different and we're better than other options out there because the whole idea around sort of big branding yourself as a leader in your space, number one in your specialty, is really say how you're different and how you're better. So mm -hmm. I got to ask you this question because when you look out in your industry and you're looking at these companies, different, in, different industries that they may be in, what really bugs you? Is there something that you see a lot of companies wasting time and money on? when it comes to quote unquote recruiting agencies that that some some positions like you know they do need to work with agencies yeah um sometimes posting or you know sometimes some of these sites are very expensive and they don't have their return so i see a lot of people spend money on okay i don't i don't know if i want to say necessarily who but like different different job boards right where they're really putting a lot of money into mm. these things and they're not getting the return um, they're not being open-minded to how can someone outside of my business help me, even if it's just for a short term. Um, or one of the, one of the things that, um, so our company is unique in the way that we have to have a company, a client partner that is open-minded to really work with us. Huh. Um, so one of the things that's hard is. Uh, when I see client partners or companies not working with their outsourced um, partner in the right way. Mm. So we, when we go in, we, we're not order takers. Um, we're not controlling the whole process either, but we truly are partnering. Yeah, We truly are partnering. Um, so if someone feels the need to really kind of control everything and not let us be the experts and do our job, it makes it very difficult. Yeah. So it has to be someone that really wants an outsourced partner, if that makes sense. I love it. Kelly, what, what's your story? What's your journey? I mean, this is fascinating what you do. How did you, how did you get into this? 
So I, um, many years ago out of school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And um, my father had worked for Wyeth his entire life. And uh, it's not even Wyeth anymore. It's Pfizer now. Okay. Uh, but 40 years, you know, he, that's what he did out of the army. He went there and that's where he was. Yeah. And my mom was a school teacher. And so when you grow up like that, that's what you think your options are, really, what depending on where you where you are in the world, right? But in my world, that's what we did. We went and worked for someone else. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, what do I want to do? I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, do you want to go work for a corporation or do you want to be a school teacher? And, and my mom was a school teacher too. But this, yeah, this but you get it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that was kind of my my options. Um, or, you know, at, at the time when I grew up, too, you could be a stay-at-home mom. Mm. So, which is like the hardest job on earth. I, d- I can't do it. Not not happening ever. Like, it's just too hard. Um, so, <laughs> kudos <laughs> to those moms. Like, that's a lot. So, I said to my dad, I don't know what I want to do. And he said, well, listen, there's a company called Kelly Girls. Back then, it was called Kelly Girls. This is like in the 90s. And um, which is now it's Kelly Staffing. It's a huge, huge company, oh, yeah. a yeah. recruiting yeah. company. And uh, he said, go interview with them. They hire all of our temps, like all of our receptionists and mm-hmm. things like that. And I said, okay. So I went in and I interviewed and they said, we have a temporary job to be like an assistant recruiter with this with this agency. Um, do you want to to try this? And so I went in for three months and then I was hired as a recruiter and I ended up being there for six years. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was great. It was a really good, it was a great start to my career. I'm still in touch with the CEO, um, and one of my mentors from there. And, um, it was a, it was a very, uh, uh, forward thinking, mm-hmm. uh, culture. They gave us computers at home. And this was like, this was like, you know, a computer, like it was a big, huge desktop <laughs> and, <laughs> And it would, you know, connect and it would be like, you know, (laughs) and then later we got laptops and the laptops were like 20 pounds. Like, so, but it was always forward thinking and we had the Palm Pilots. It's just very, very forward thinking. (laughs) Remember dial up? (laughs) Yes. You know, (laughs) but we were so thrilled because we had a person in the computer. It took us like 20 minutes to get online. That was hilarious. And we had to wait to see, is it going to connect? Is it not going to connect? Because it was long. <laughs> Where's my floppy disk? Exactly. Now it's like, plug these kids, it's like plug and play. It's like so easy. Like my son's like, Psh, you know, it's just, he's like, can I have my own, you know, router? My, I'm like, no. no. <laughs> All right. So I got it. So you mentioned the word kids. I got to ask you this. With the pandemic, the whole thing has been about the quote unquote, the kids, because a lot of these corporate employees are in their twenties and thirties, right? I mean, and they're working from home. They don't want to yes. go back into yes. the brick and mortar situation anymore. How are you coping with this quote unquote hybrid marketplace where you've got a lot of these folks, they got a taste of freedom. They got a taste of entrepreneurship. They get up when they want to get up, but they're more productive. They're getting the job done. And their whole thing is, well, what's the problem? If I'm, if I'm in Cabo, I'm getting the job done. What, what's going on here? How do you it, deal with this? Because there's two sides to this whole story. Some people, some industry leaders think, no, they need to come back in. We want them here. And others are like, no, stay home. It's fine. You can, you can do it by computer. 
there's there's a lot of different thoughts, right? So as a recruiter, I put on my recruiting hat and I think this is great. There's so many more options um, with the hybrid or remote, right? There's yeah. two different things. Either, yeah. there's, either there's remote or there's a hybrid. There you go. And so um, I think, wow, there's so many more options. You can actually find the, the most qualified person for your position rather than the most qualified in a 20 mile radius, right? Very different. Yeah. Um, there are also on the flip side, the job seeker or, you know, the, the folks that are being hired um, or having to come back into an office. Uh, they most of them do want to work at home because now they figured it out. It was very hard at first. They were fumbling mm. because it, it is hard. Um, and then to each his own, if you if you have figured out as a company and you're able to the whole kind of remote culture, that's fantastic. But not everyone has figured that out and they need to bring people back together. And I think that's that's a leadership thing. Either you have the leadership that can do that um, or, or you don't. And it's a lot of extra work. Think about it. Like they were already doing their job, right? The leader's already doing their job yep, or yep. manager. And then they're managing people uh, in the office and now which is just a little bit easier because it's you know and yeah. now they go home and they're trying to do their job but then on top of that now they have kind of a, a much bigger effort that they have to make to see people yes it's a yeah. lot of work so I think it depends on the position you've got people that have said I can't work at home I need to be uh with people um it's all over the board. It's all over. The, it's going to make it harder to recruit people back into the office because now people think I can work at home. I'm yeah. all set up. I got it down. I'm more productive and they want me to come back in. So it's going to affect the whole everything. It's going to affect the whole workforce and um, yeah, it's going to change. Yeah. It's going to yeah. change a lot. Oh, my God. Especially certain industries. And you're dealing yes. with, the, with younger people. Like you mentioned, your dad and myself, I, I came out of Procter & Gamble. I mean, yeah. back when yeah. I worked in a Fortune 500 company, it was all about being in the office and blah, 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 blah. And when I think back on those days, we were all in our 20s for the most part in yeah. these management positions. And so it's a different mindset today because back then it was all about, as you were alluding to, being loyal, <laughs> coming in do the job and be happy, right? But these kids today, they don't look at it like that. They don't, they don't, they're not, there's not a whole lot of loyalty. It's kind of like what's in it for me. But you know, one more, you actually bring up a really great uh, point because I do worry that the kids coming out of school, yeah, they need to get into a work environment. Yeah. They need yeah. to. And when they like, oh, I'm so good at working at home. Like, that's great. Maybe you did, but that doesn't mean if you it, that that you're going to be able to grow your career because if you can't if you haven't sat in an office you know this if you haven't sat in an office and interacted with everyone and learned about the different pieces of a company and what they do and how you work with them more specifically and yes it's going to be very difficult for you to grow because you're going to be so siloed because this is all I did all day um so I always tell new grads you've got to get into a position in an office and go do that for five or ten years before you think you know everything well said well said now you've had your company how many years now I've had this company four years four uh years. I'm a managing partner of someone else's company for 13 years okay outstanding 
And I'm sure you've got some great client success stories. And I'm just wondering if you could share one success story that you are particularly proud of. There are, there are lots. Um, There are lots. I think, so our, um, to help you understand the things that make me really kind of proud of what we do is at the, at the core, the business that we have is all through uh, referrals and repeat business. So that is, to, to me, that's what like I'm really, really proud of. The clients that we get are coming back to us from either I've worked with them before mm-hmm. or they're a referral. Um, we're helping to fill kind of the really hard to fill positions. Like, for example, we have one client in upstate New York huh. and it's in this tiny little town and it's a beautiful, beautiful little podunk town. But no one, no one, they don't have enough nurses and it's a healthcare client. client. They don't have enough nurses. They don't have enough med techs. They don't have enough medical imaging, all of the things that are in high demand and very difficult to find right now. Hmm. So they really need to bring them in from the outside Hmm. and to get someone that like from Philadelphia that would want to move up to this little fishing town. That's very difficult. Yeah. So we've really built an amazing process of trying to really sell what they have and try to target locations that might be comparable where we can pull people from. And then, you know, we send them up there and they go, our client takes them runs around the town and shows them everything. They take them to dinner. They have them meet everyone. They they help find apartments. Um, so I think for us, that's, that's, we're doing, that's one of them. That's, and that's someone I've worked with 10 years ago. And now again, twice in my new company and a totally different company for him too, where he brought me back. Um, that's, Awesome. Because that's not just filling positions. They're really difficult to find. And most of them have to be relocated because of, you know, it's the, there's no one there. So I think that's a big success story. That's, uh, that's a, yeah. And that's a great story. That's also part of your differentiation, getting those hard to find perfect clients that you're looking for. Yes. That you have a way of doing it. Well, listen, if, if there are people who are tuning in right now and they're loving this, they're, they're like, oh, my God, how can they get in touch with you? What Are you on the socials? Are you they're everywhere? You know, yeah. yeah, put all that out, please. What are you? Give, give us all your handles and your URL. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so my so uh, we're on social. We're on um, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook. OK, um, the company name. How can they find you? It's um, Pana Knows, P-A-N-N-A-K-N-O-W-S. Okay. Um, we are rebranding to PK Recruiting. Oh. Um, so, and for short, it's just PKR. Like our logo will say, you know, PKR. But so PKRecruiting.com, they wow. can find us there. Um, our new website is launching probably, um, we're hoping to have it live by um, the end of February. So we have a whole new, because we've really tried to re, we're trying to rebrand. Um, and then me personally, I'm all over LinkedIn. I post every day. I have a fairly large um, following and I'm very specific about who I have in that group. It's very important to me. Mm. Um, so it's been a very slow growth over the last couple of years. And um, yeah, I'd love to talk to anyone. Wow. Well, listen, you are a gem. 
You're special. You're a gem. <laughs> and, I, and I thank you. And I'm not surprised that you've got a huge following with you as a, I guess, your personal brand, we could say, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And uh, I got to hear more at another point about your rebranding. That, that piques my ear when I, I hear stuff like that. But oh, uh, my God. Yeah. You're, 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 you're a rock star. I mean, you, you're, you, you got it going on, as they say. So you're, I'm going to call you every week. You could tell me that. That's all <laughs> now, is there anything else before we sign off that you'd like to share or say about yourself or your company? Um, I mean, the only thing I'd like to share is um, be open-minded. I'd love to talk to people. doesn't mean you have to use my services, um, but it is different. It's not apples to apples. It's very difficult to, to kind of compare. Yeah. Um, and the only other thing I'll say is um, I am, I'm a single mother and okay. I have two puppies under, under one. It's crazy. One just turned one and one's four four months. So I've got a lot going on. And so Aww. I just really like when I said kudos to the the mothers that are there that are working, that are running a household and trying to work. It's a, it's a lot. Um, <laughs> and so we have a lot of those uh, with us. So, you know, that's it. It's hard. I wanted to just give some praise to, to some of those folks that are Aww. working their tails off. Oh, bless you for that. Well, listen, Kelly, you're you're awesome. This I have thoroughly enjoyed this. This is a great way for me to start off my day. That's and uh, again, you can connect with Kelly online. Uh, put your website out one more time, please. Spell it out if you don't mind. P K Recruiting. P K R E C R U I T I N G. dot com. And that's, Ooh, and that's the new true. website that'll be up at the end of February. Correct. You could use it now and it'll redirect you to the old Perfect. website. I'm trying to get people to the PK yep. recruiting. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Got it. All right. Okay. And again, social social media, LinkedIn, Kelly Robinson, right? That's right. Okay. That's right. All right. Well, listen, thanks again for being here. Thank you everyone for tuning in. And until next time, this is Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the branding evangelist signing off. Take care. Thanks, Jerry. Jerry Foster here. Thank you so much for listening to my Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. Now, if you, if you are a successful service-based entrepreneur yourself and you've got amazing expertise, I mean services, skills, talents, and abilities that you offer through your company or yourself, and you've been in business for five, 10 years or more, and you would like to be a guest on this program, I would love to have you. Simply visit jerryfosterbranding.com forward slash brand forward leadership forward slash apply. And I will certainly check you out and get to know you and so on and so forth. Now, let me just add a couple of other things. Number one, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media for me? And if so, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials, okay? And number two, if you know someone that you feel would be a great guest, someone that I should meet and connect with and so on and so forth, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Brand Ford Leadership because I love seeing your posts. I love guest suggestions. That's how we all grow. That's how we all connect and make it through this world, which are through our relationships and our connections. And lastly, let me throw this in. 
We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. I'm always on the lookout for not only great guests, but great content. And so therefore, because we're always putting great new stuff out, juicy stuff, make sure you don't miss any episodes in the future. So please go ahead and subscribe. And I also love what? I love support. I love love. <laughs> so your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. So if you can find it in your heart to go ahead and show me that kind of support and love, I would really appreciate it. And on a second note, if you would like to know more about me, the work that I do, simply go to my website at jerryfosterbranding.com or follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook at Jerry Foster Branding or Instagram at Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Okay? Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Again, thanks for listening. Until we see you the next time, thank you.